What up, everyone? Welcome into another episode of the Untitled Danlet. Untitled. Let me start over. Yo, what is up, everyone? <laughs> Welcome into another episode of the Untitled Dan Life Project, the podcast. Did I get that right? That's it. <laughs> Good. We are. Uh, I'm Caleb, and this is Amy. And this is Amy. This is Amy. This right here, you can see this. <laughs> this this person beside me is Amy. You have no idea what she looks like if you don't know her. But that's fine. <laughs> She's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah. Right anyways, now. Anyways, we'll, well, hold on. I'm just gonna. Oh. I'm gonna give it. This is the tenth episode. Did you know that? This yes, is you kept on saying last episode with the eighth, and it was the ninth. I know. I was wrong. I counted wrong when I was counting the episodes. Yeah. So. I'm human. That's fair. I'm human too. And then we have two dogs with us. And uh, so there's four of us together and we are living in this converted 2006 Sprinter van um, that we moved into full time in July. Before mm-hmm. that, we were living in Denver, Colorado. Um, and yeah, and I guess this we started this podcast just talking about life. About life, <laughs> which for us is van life. And I mean, it's kind of cool. Because I feel like this podcast has evolved into, like, a way for us to, like, process and, like, reflect on Definitely. things that have happened because so much happens in just one day. So it's been that for us. I think it's also been a really good way for friends and family to kind of keep up with us because I know at least for me it takes a lot, I think, for me just to keep up with myself in the day that mm-hmm. whenever people... You know, friends or family will ask, how's van life or what? It, what's it like? I'm like, I don't really know how to answer. Good. <laughs> you know? It's like, where do you start? Yeah. And now so we can be like, start with episode one. Start <laughs> by listening to the podcast. So it has kind of turned into that, I think, like a personal thing for us. And then also it's been cool, I think, for other people to, it feels like I'm speaking to my friends and family sometimes in this, like, you know, sharing what we go through and what has happened. Yeah. That's a very good way to put it mm-hmm. because- like going into it, I'm like, why do I feel like I need to talk about my life now? Is it that much more interesting that I'm in a van? Like, would people care more? Or like, why didn't I start a podcast back in the day when we were just in a house? And it's not, it's become definitely more of just like, we did this together to like process, to learn, to share. And I think one thing when I came into starting the podcast, and I was like, yeah, I'll do this, is for, for, like how we got into van life, I think was inspired and driven by a lot of connections and people we made and people that have inspired us and like shared their life with us and experience. And I hope that honestly, if there's one goal from this whole thing, it would be that right there. I don't think there's anything, you know, inherently special about what we're doing or our lives or what we have to say. I feel like we're just average people, but if anything we say or do or live inspires you to go I don't know, do your dreams or be the best person you can be. Well, I guess that's the point. That is totally the point, Caleb. And like, it doesn't even have to look like how we decided to absolutely chase not. a dream. It could be something completely different or it could just, I mean, it could be something even like, like a small change you want to make in your life, but it's something you've always been like scared to do. It doesn't have to be a big move or a big lifestyle change. Yeah. So, yeah, we didn't get into this or we didn't start this podcast because we had like something to say or something. I didn't have anything to like share with the world. I'm literally we're literally just being ourselves and learning step by step this new life. And um, I kind of feel like I'm I am sharing something. I feel like I'm sharing like myself. Yeah. You well, know? that's it is what it is. <laughs> but I don't feel like I'm sharing myself with an audience. I'm sharing myself yeah, yeah, with yeah. you, yeah. with life. And then. Yes, we are putting this out on the interwebs for others to hear. And I guess if, you know, if anyone were to, uh, if you're listening, then I hope you can be inspired or, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope you have a good time listening. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. It is fun processing and it and it feels necessary because, yeah, we go, like, even now looking back, it's been two weeks since we've done one of the podcasts with just me and you. Yeah. And it's hard to keep up with what's yeah. been going on. It feels so necessary. I like how you brought up like the question of, well, why didn't we do this back when we lived in a house? Like what made us decide to do it now? And now that I'm thinking back, I'm like, we could have done it when we lived in the house. It's because I think it's been a really good processing tool. It's been a really good tool for me to process. Maybe we should have started I know. back well, in the house and just saying. like processed like, our week. But it would have been like, what'd you do this week? And you're like, well, I worked at the restaurant five, five nights a week. And I was like, well, I worked at Whole Foods 40 hours. And so that's boring. 
That's not. There's more there. Could like tell you, stories on the grocery line during a pandemic. <laughs> that you had some good stories, <laughs> and, and the restaurant line, and also. the restaurant. Yeah, I'm sure. But I don't. I think you. There's always something there. I think there is always something you can process or reflect on, even if your week or your days seem boring or normal. I think there's always something there at the heart of everything that you can get to. Boring or normal. Nothing's boring or normal if you if you don't make it that way. Mm-hmm. I guess, but, but yeah, all that's to say is we're just sharing life together and are kind of allowing an open avenue for others to listen in, in hopes that you can be sharing the experience, sharing the life, sharing the love, share in the inspiration um, that we felt from other people, that we feel together, that we feel being a part of this life on the road, that we felt from people we've met on mm-hmm. the road, um, and yeah, uh, it's been an awesome time. Yeah. Also, wanted to intersect here. Um, and say that we also have like three different podcast series going on yeah, right now. We do. So if you're just new to the series, it could get a little confusing because they're all under the Untitled Van Life Project umbrella. Mm-hmm. But we have this one, which I don't even know if it has a... I this, always call it Van Life Stories. I mean, this is just the original. Like, this is how it started. Um, this was kind of the first idea that we had was just Caleb and I... Um, processing reflecting and just talking about life whatever that looks sharing like. our ups and downs mm-hmm. uh, on the road so that's kind of that's like the core i would say of the well that's so project. yeah this is the 10th episode of that yes of just me and you yes spitting back and forth so cheers to that life cheers to that and we're also this first episode where it's in the morning and we're drinking the morning bevies little morning caleb what are you drinking i'm drinking some coffee mm-hmm. made from an aeropress which we just got within the last month That's, big, that was up, a van purchase. big upgrade uh before that i was making a french press and it Not was just very no i mean good coffee yes i've i've made coffee french press a coffee out of french press for years mainly seven because plus. i was the only one who what seven, seven plus, plus really yeah well there's a few years I used the Keurig after you oh, bought it. Oh, yeah. But then Keurig cups are just unsustainable and too expensive and a pain in the ass <laughs> to yeah. buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To keep up with. So, yeah. Started going to French press. We had a French press. Um, this is a boring story. Anyways, it was just... It's only boring uh, if you make it boring. You're right. Okay. And there was this French press. <gasps> and it was glistening. And every day it would make the perfect cup of coffee oh. for me in the van. I know. So good. Wow. I can smell it. But, but the cleanup was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to clean up There's all those coffee climax. grounds without running water or a dishwasher. Man, pain in the ass. So anyways, we had a friend uh, talk me into an AeroPress, showed me the ropes on it, and it is wow. Way clean more up wise and space-wise, it's just way more efficient. And, we and are, time-wise. And time-wise. And we are not sponsored by AeroPress, though we would not. Yet. Not yet. Gold. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, where were we going? So yeah, we have this. Mm-hmm. We have these 10 episodes. So cheers to that if you're still listening. Thank you. To all these 10 episodes. Raise a glass. We also um, started another one we're called Campfire Chats. Mm-hmm. Campfire Chats is awesome. So that is where we bring in um, friends or people that we know that just honestly that just inspire us that we... It's kind of like what I was saying, like how we got to, to this point mm-hmm. of podcasting. It's like we're just like making, we have connections, we have friends, we have that have inspired us, that have helped us on our journey, that we know that we can learn from, and we're inviting them into this space to, mm-hmm. like, share this life experience and uh, also share it with you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we've had two guests on now. Yes. Or two people come on. More in the future. Yeah, but they are – there are four episodes between the two because yeah. they're long ones, and yeah, they yeah, are yeah. – um, I would highly recommend listening to those. Um, I mean, but we talk everything <laughs> from life to traveling to relationships to just personal growth – as in personal growth, as in, like, would it be possible to have a third hand? Would yes. that be useful? We like can talk about that in the Physical episode. personal growth. Yeah, like shout your out. Body to, growing. Shout out to Lauren and Alan on <laughs> yes. our last episode. But yeah, so far, both the people we've interviewed have been living life on the road for the last few years. So mm-hmm. we've been doing it for like three and a half months. The, the Travis and both Lauren and Alan have mm-hmm. been doing it for multiple years. So yeah. lots of, they have lots of great insights and it was good. And then we have our third, our third series that we have going on right now. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a fourth. Is Maybe. the midday ramblings with Q, our friend Alex Cusick, and we're breaking down the Netflix show, uh, The Midnight Gospel, which is a cartoon, which is a, I don't know how to describe it. So this is a little more <laughs> a like psychedelic cartoon. <laughs> it's a little more like focus. Like it, we are very focused very on niche. one thing, um, which is The Midnight Gospel. It's a show on Netflix, and there's eight episodes, and basically each of our podcast episodes is about one of those episodes. 
um, a lot of the conversations. So the episodes are basically a virtual podcast. Um, you're listening to a podcast while watching visuals. And so we pretty much break down the both the visuals and the um, content of what they're talking about because both of us had watched that show before and we just really felt like there were some important things important topics that were addressed in the show and kind of wanted to continue those conversations and hopefully you feel continue you feel inspired to continue those conversations with a friend as well yeah so uh check them all out because yeah all the midnight gospel episodes are great conversation Mm -hmm. starters from good question meditation to death to psychedelic drugs listening grieving yeah grieving like uh cycle of life Mm mm-hmm Existen- existential dread yeah a lot of stuff yeah. and um we've kind of just not like we're experts on any of that shit oh no <laughs> we're, we're just we're just like man we yeah we're just figuring it out that's so, why we need to talk about it <laughs> so that's what that podcast is so um yeah that's that's all i just wanted to yeah now that we're 10 episodes in that is kind of what's been going on yeah that's kind of the direction our that this podcast platform has been going in and that's the direction we intend for it to keep going in. yeah and we're going to keep on doing this so if you are listening um, and have been listening. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know how to hear feedback, but you can always leave, you know, a little review. <laughs> yeah, you can always <laughs> leave a review. Or hit, us up, hit us up with some messages or questions. or Let us know what you love. Let us know what you don't love. Or and shit, if you want to be on the podcast. Just say, I want to be on the podcast. And we'll be like, okay. Okay, you're on. <laughs> Let's get you out here. I, we'll just call you out of the blue and be like, we're recording, go. I mean, also, how many times have we invited people out to v- visit us in van life? And only a few have yet. Well, so it's a far. weird it's a weird travel time right now. So, very... True debt, true debt. You know, be understandable. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, good catch up. Thanks. Right now, this is the first time we've recorded a podcast in the morning. And the first time we've recorded a podcast in Slida, Colorado, right? Interesting, because we have been here a decent amount. Yeah, but this yeah, is I actually one right. of my low-key favorite spots we've been. Why? Why? Yeah. One, the sunsets. Okay. I think we've talked about these before. I at least mentioned uh-huh. them. The spots we're at were basically surrounded by uh, mountain ranges on three sides. But, kind of four sides, but there's large trees mm-hmm. behind us, so mm-hmm. we can't see that side. But... M- Massive mountain ranges on three sides, and it's just like it's you can see all. I mean, they're far off in the distance. The horizon here is very expansive. Yes, and we're kind of so you can we can see far across the horizon, and you can just see the expanse of the sunset yeah. as it hits, and just kind of the angle it's setting behind the mountains, like back to our like west, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. where it just like creates the most incredible orange and blue and pink and purple and blue glows i think what's cool about here is you can like (laughs) it's the expanse like you can watch the colors like change you know like if you look to your left more east it's like more blue and purple and then as you start to look more west towards the sun it slowly starts to get more orange and red and like i feel like a lot of spots we're in we're kind of like usually in a valley or Mm -hmm. sorts or like we have mountains or trees like blocking Mm -hmm. the whole expanse of the sunset so we still get pretty ones but like you don't get to see the yeah wide picture yeah and you can yeah, like you can see a cloud roll across the horizon you can watch it for like hours yeah because there is just as yeah so seeing that kind of expansive sunset and we've seen some sunrises here too we have um, but not this time around because right now in salida it's freezing this yep yeah, <laughs> this is the big difference if we go back to the podcast two weeks ago were we in moab were we still um, in moab no, we were in Twin Lakes, but we had just been to Moab. Okay, of course we were in Twin I Lakes. I know. I should have guessed that. Right. Should have guessed. No, <laughs> but this we have been living a new, I feel like a totally new van life the last two weeks or so. Because it's been... The honeymoon phase is over. It has been, <laughs> it has been cold van life. And cold van life was something we wanted to avoid and something we intend to avoid for the remainder of the year. But with the way places we had to be... Um, so how did right we now? get here? How did we get here? Places we had to be right now, we had to be in Colorado, and it's cold in Colorado. Even in Denver, even in like the lower elevate, I'm putting quotes, lower elevation areas like Denver, <laughs> it's still cold. Yeah, lower. They, I mean, it is lower. If we look back at the last three and a half, four months, how long have we been in the van now? We're at the end of We're October. We're almost at four months. Almost at yeah. four months, mm-hmm. 10 episodes in. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the math on that? How many oh, <laughs> I'm not doing that. <laughs> um, yes. I don't know where I was going with that thought. Four months is about 16 weeks. So we're, we're probably like, I don't know, 13 or 14 weeks in. We've done 10 eps. 
Wow. That's a lot. That's a lot of talking. Yeah. That's right. Oh, goodness. Someone fact check me. Okay. <laughs> we need Kona. Fact check us. Kona. Kona's our fact checker. Yeah, but this is one thing we were definitely trying to avoid, and we knew... Well, we had we had to come back to Crested Butte a few weeks mm-hmm. ago, and we knew that it could be cold. Actually, that time ended up being perfect weather. It was just the most beautiful fall day, you know, where it's like sunny, but you have on like sunny and fifty seven. Yeah, you have on like pants and a sweater, and like there was it wasn't windy. It no just clouds. Felt so good, which was There's such like a little crisp on the breeze. It was so beautiful because we were there for to shoot an elopement, and we were hiking, and so yeah, it could have been. I was prepared for it. Like it could have been. Well, okay, so it could have been what it was at the beginning of this week, where it was negative three. Degrees. I think we both said that was the coldest temps we've ever been in. Yeah, for sure. You think? Yeah, for sure. I would say for sure. For yeah, me. I mean. But also, let me go ahead and put this in here. We were not in the van in the night. <laughs> I we could have drug you on for a while to think that we were in the van. We were not. But we'll get back to no, that. No, but it was kind of. I mean, it all comes together very last second, though. Still. Yes, it does. Which could have been a very different story. Let's we could talk- have been doing this podcast from the grave. or like from an ice cube like speaking through our frozen faces that was was it that was my imitation oh my god that was so good (laughs) anytime i think of someone speaking through an ice cube that's (laughs) that's what it sounds like right there but (laughs) (laughs) crested butte ended up being just beautiful and gorgeous we found an awesome spot there and we got to experience something really really cool in crested butte there when we were there oh yeah yeah wow (laughs) This is, man, see, this, see, is this is why is we, why we do, do the podcast, because you got to remember shit like this that happened a week and a half ago. Yes. So, it was after the- Another elop- first for me. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't a first for me, but it was pretty memorable. Um, it was after the elopement the night after, and we were staying just in this open field out in Crested Butte at the base of Mount Crested Butte and some <laughs> other mountains, and um, there was going to be a meteor shower for the next few days. And the best viewing time was going to be the following morning between like 4.30 and 5.30 a.m. So Of the we, night we were there. Like, yes. Yeah. So we both felt very, I feel like we both felt very cold and very like, it was going to be cold. We knew that. But we both were like, we we have to see this. Like we are in the middle of nowhere. There are no lights around well, us. Yeah, it was going to be, it was like a perfect timing. Like honestly, I think I saw the, the um, <laughs> I was going to say the ad for the meteor shower. <laughs> What, on Instagram? No, no, no. I saw it on one of the brochures from, like, Canyonlands or Arches because... Oh, yeah, uh, they From talk, Moab. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they talk about, like, you know, those Moab's one of the best places to view the night sky. And so I think in seeing that one, another thing we can talk about, I've, we've been getting very in tune with, like, the moon cycle. Oh, yeah. In terms of, like, how keeping up with our schedule. Mm-hmm. Like, we talk about it's hard to keep up with things. Now it's kind of where I can actually trace it back to, like, okay, the last new moon I was doing this. Mm-hmm. The last full moon we were here. The last new moon I was here. Um, Which has been really cool. If you know me. Super cool. I've been, like, very into the moon for a few years. But I'm not going to lie. Living in a house, I still, like, now you're, that I... You're detached from Now it. that it's I don't not... live in a house anymore, I think I realize how much closer I could be and how much mm-hmm. closer I am now. Well, I think we've talked, we live just much more in cycle with the light, the natural light. To. Yeah, you have to. Like, <laughs> especially with only solar power, which we're still trying to figure out. We're almost there. Almost there. I feel good about it. But yeah, it just, you, you just notice the moon because it's like literally right there. <laughs> or it's you like, step outside the pea and you're like, what? Yeah. It's 1 a.m. I have a shadow. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's like, oh, it's another full moon. And you're like, oh, wait, I remember the last time this happened. I was in Moab. Yeah. And then, yeah. You well, and also we, when it was warm, we would like always be eating outside either on the roof or like mm-hmm. in our chairs and so like we would literally watch the sunset and watch the moon come up so like we always could just tell you know what was going on with the moon if she was waxing or waning and mm-hmm. what part of that phase she was in yeah all that to say so i saw that there was going to be like a meteor shower <laughs> it was honestly i think i think it's still going so if you're listening to this i think it's supposed to keep on going through november 7th wow. um, technically but the prime like viewing night and spot or like hour was uh, October twenty first or whatever mm-hmm. uh, from like four thirty to five thirty the darkest hour before yeah AM um, and we were gonna be in one of the another we were in a Moab so we were in the dark sky but it's like we're gonna be in Crested Butte which is another one of the darkest spots probably in Colorado mm-hmm. I mean the, the spot we were in for sure like there was nothing around um, the only like there was no set, light leak. the only setback we would have had would have been the cold but we both just felt like it was very worth it and we we're like you know what 
we'll just, I don't even drink coffee. I was like, I will drink some coffee <laughs> to wake myself up and warm myself and we'll just do it. Yeah. So we did. We I, actually I woke did up it. at like 2 a.m. and turned on our little heater, which we still don't have a name for. It's a cat. Oh, I yeah, haven't yeah, been yeah. good at calling her that, but her Catlin. name's Cat. Catlin Stark. Mm-hmm. Right? Named after Catlin Stark. But... Named after Catlin Stark. And catalytic <clears throat> safety heater. But yeah, I woke up at like 2 a.m. that morning and turned it on high and then got back in bed and then still, again, woke up at like 4 a.m. and started making coffee so that we could be up on the roof of the van by 4.30 in like seven layers and two blankets. Yes. <laughs> we definitely... And how, it was... how cold do you think it was? Did you look? I did not look. I would. I don't think it was too cold. I would. I would think I maybe like cold. low thirties or mid thirties. I was cold. Maybe a little lower with like a little wind chill going on, but I would say thirty. Okay. I think it was thirty. Okay. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> say it. That's fine. What's that? In, what's that Celsius? Uh, it's slightly below zero. Negative one. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, for the Celsius people out there. For all you, for all you uh, Canadians listening, listening. We did. We sat up on the roof and watched a meteor shower. And of course, Caleb heard a moose. I was still inside the van, but you heard a moose. <laughs> You're <laughs> like the moose caller now, especially <laughs> yeah. Crested Yeah, but well, yeah, we Crested got up Bee, there and moose. watched the meteor shower. And honestly, it was the most magical. I can't. It's the most magical thing I can think of. Like if you, I hear. I feel like you hear the word meteor shower. If you've never seen one. I think your initial thought is just shooting stars like raining down everywhere, like yes. a shower, like shooting stars raining down. It's not exactly what it is, but it was pretty damn close. Well, so that's <laughs> what like when even even up until that night, I had never like intentionally viewed the meteor shower. Mm-hmm. I think you know, there's I think there's meteor showers going on almost you know year, yearly, yearly, yeah. and they go on for like a month. But there's prime times to view. And we actually made a, when we were hanging out with Lauren and Alan, we were joking that <laughs> like meteor showers, you like go to view them and you, you're guaranteed probably at least one shooting star per hour. You know, it was like the only kind of guarantee they can mm-hmm. give you. Um, it's Yeah. But you go into the mind, you're like, oh, you hear a meteor shower and you're like, oh my God, I'm look up at the sky and it's just like raining stars. Yeah. And that's not the case. But neither was the case of we did not just see one per hour. It was. It was closer to raining stars. <laughs> it was closer to raining stars than one per hour. It was a lot. I mean, we tried. We started to counting. Count. Well, after I feel like after the first ten minutes, we're like, "Oh shit, we should like start counting." Yeah. I was like, "Was that eleven like yeah. already?" And then, and then like fifteen minutes later, you're, I was like, "How many is that?" You're like, "I don't know, like thirty plus." I'm yeah. like, "Yeah." I mean, we definitely we didn't count, but we definitely I would say saw at least fifty, and I feel like that's being safe. Safe. Yeah, that's me trying not to over exaggerate. Yes, in all different kinds. Yeah, um, there were some that would just like be faint and then like explode at the end mm-hmm. in like a bright light it was weird that was the coolest part is the different kind you would see and they would leave like these long trails of like airplane gas. trails yeah. yeah like there were some that were so bright and so like they looked thick and yet even after the star had died out you'd still just see this like trail of gas like yeah. like an airplane had For just like gone half by. a second and it was also like the clearest night ever there were no clouds yeah, it was just good. yeah thank god <laughs> it yeah, was great experience it was a great experience i was speechless I was speechless too, and I still think like we were only up there for maybe an hour, forty-five minutes or an hour. hour, Yeah, and I was like, "Wow, we just saw something special in an hour from Mm -hmm. four thirty to five thirty. It's like, what am I ever doing special at four thirty to five (laughs) thirty? Nothing. I'm just sleeping. And now today, I happen to see fifty plus like it was meteor shower. I mean, if you're ever if you ever hear that there's a meteor shower and like you hear there's a prime time to watch it. I would highly suggest doing it. I would highly suggest like making it a whole thing and going somewhere but that's still, secluded. I mean, it was worth it this time, but it still took a lot. Like I had it on my calendar, still being like up until <laughs> I think it was like even when we were waking up at four, it's like, do we want to do this? We'll see how cold it is. Yes, but and I we're like nah. We're I doing do remember it. the night before. I was like, I'm gonna do that. Like it just felt everything had aligned. Like yeah. the spot we were in. Yes. How dark it was. Everything felt aligned. If we were, it would be harder, I think, if we were like in a house and like there's lights all around, mm-hmm. and I knew mm-hmm. it wouldn't be the as um, prime or as optimal as it could mm-hmm. be. It wouldn't it be squeezing feel, the most out of the experience. It did feel like all the stars aligned, <laughs> and then they fell, <laughs> and then they fell in place. Uh, yeah. yeah, for this, and it would have, yeah, it kind of would have felt like a huge missed opportunity, mm-hmm. even if I had only seen like one star that the one shooting star that whole hour. Yeah. But no, totally was blown away. It's been cool, too. We talked about how we felt very in sync with the moon. But I think just in general with astrology, we've been a little more 
aware of the sky Mm -hmm. and i know that's something we both have said we want to learn more about and experience more and i feel like that was a step in that direction like it felt like um an actionable um step that we took in that direction to experience the sky at a Mm -hmm. time we wouldn't normally experience it Mm -hmm. yeah i actually from our first trip to crested butte when we back in the summer was when i i feel like i have my hook on astrology first was attached or kind of like it caught me because uh, when i went camping which you talked about by Mm -hmm. myself that night and i just like sat honestly in the same spot or close to where we we shot the elopement Mm -hmm. um on the lake and it's the clearest night that you're up at you know altitude alpine lake so it's so clear yeah um and i remember it was like we had we had been looking at the stars a lot up to that and at that point i just like i had a few hours by myself yeah and that's where I just started like learning the sky on my own terms because mm-hmm. I don't, I've never, I mean, I know a few constellations, but I was like, I can recognize this star is across from the moon. It's in the West. It's over here. Mm-hmm. There's Mars over there. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a few points and I started just kind of like tracing that. And then every time since then, I've, if it's a clear night, I'll like try to like point out those things and be like, okay, there's Mars. That means over to the East will be the big dipper, which is where, you know, mm-hmm. and just like teaching myself the astrology okay galileo i see you yes no (laughs) it was cool too during the meteor shower to see like the sky like you didn't actually see it moving but you know like when we got up there i saw where orion's belt was and then you know after like 30 or 45 minutes Mm -hmm. like you could tell it had i mean i guess it's us actually who's moved but like it was in a different move (laughs) it was in a different part of the sky (laughs) you moving bro you moving bro and which that was really cool to like actually even though we never feel it, get visual evidence of like, oh yeah, we're spinning right now. Yeah, yeah, super fast. Yeah, too. Yeah, that was an awesome experience, and it does not feel. <laughs> it feels like a long time ago, but it really. It was. does. It I wasn't even two weeks ago. I haven't thought about it in. It was a week. Maybe and a, half a week. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> and so you brought it up. Thank God for this That's podcast once again. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to get back to the cold van life because. It's been different, and it has kind of spurred, I think, some, I don't know, some actions on our part. It's been different. Number, what's been, I'll say, number one. <laughs> You're going to ask me a question, but I'm you like, already no, have an answer. I do. <laughs> so what's number one? I don't Biggest know Biggest thing that's been different with cold van life, space, for me. Like the meteor shower space? No. Oh. <laughs> like you all up in my grill space. Yo, what up? That's not my fault. Something I feel like I've heard a lot from people when we talk about living in a van or just tiny living in general, whether it's an RV or a tiny house um, or anything like that. A lot of people I've heard express like, oh, I don't think I could live in that small of a space with my partner or with my Mm -hmm. kids or with X, Y, Z, maybe even just with themselves. Um, And I don't think for me, the van has not really felt that small until we started living cold van life. (laughs) And then it felt really small yeah well spot on. well yeah yeah even like the first few months we were like how's how's the space especially with the dogs i'm like what are you talking about the world is our backyard yeah. that, like, that's what I, we'd always tell people and then they're like how tan you guys are so tan i'm like well yeah we live outside <laughs> like we're not living in the van it's almost just like a little kitchen we have in a bed <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we spend all of our other time outside yes but that part has been completely taken away since mm-hmm. we've been in colorado the past few weeks mm-hmm. um especially it was the i think yeah the weekend after the elopement yeah. or this past weekend. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where uh, a extreme cold front came through. I mean, extreme. We had been in the van before. I think we talked about it. At the beginning of September, it snowed for three days and we got yeah. an Airbnb in Salida, which is where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then it had been decently normal fall weather for Colorado. So bearable. And, uh, but then an extreme cold front came through. Yes. So bearable, which even bearable for us now, now that we've used cat or heater, bearable is higher or it's lower, <laughs> lower than I thought it was going to be. Like in the past, if you had told me, oh, you'll be staying in the van multiple nights, like at, you know, 32 to 30 degree, mm-hmm. uh, lows, I would have been like, no, we're avoiding that. Well, yeah. And we went into the van life the van life wanting to avoid that and being like we can plan to avoid this and i still want to but these last few weeks um that was the case where it was you know like in low 30s at night maybe even high 20s but honestly with cat it's been great it's been more bearable than i thought 
But yes, this past weekend, super cold front was coming through. Like we're talking, as Caleb mentioned before, negative three. Negative three, like the coldest temps we've ever been in. Like the low was negative three, the high was like six. Like it was yeah, bad. And so we saw that coming. And once again, very last well, minute. Well, it was getting like worse by the day. So we had some like tentative plans going into the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And we're like, we can be here. We can do this. We were trying to meet up with some friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was going to be like, it was like 20 Mm-hmm. was the high and then the next day it was like gonna be at 13 and i was uh-huh. like okay what and then the next day it was like six was the mm-hmm. high for that day i'm like it is still dropping yeah yeah that's it yeah we were eyeing the weather and it was continuing to drop like drastically so we were still like two days out trying to like figure out plans being like what the hell are we supposed to do <laughs> i was like i'm not staying in this van no so we did get an airbnb kind of last minute as always <laughs> yep. to avoid the snow and the cold and i am so glad we did but that was I mean, that was a big driving point, but also it felt right as well, because as I mentioned earlier, I was needing some space. I was feeling very, I don't know if claustrophobic is the right word. I think more like trapped or just Mm -hmm. like, yeah, claustrophobic and trapped inside of the van because I felt like, I mean, I'm a, I will admit I'm like a baby when it comes to the cold. So like, (laughs) and it's also really windy. So that does not help. If the, honestly, if it wasn't windy, it, it might be, be that bad. Okay, to be outside yeah. sometimes. Yeah, but sometimes from like twelve to four. Yes, the wind chill is real out it's here, bad. coming down from those peaks. Yeah, it's bad. So I'm a baby about the cold, so I'm like making myself stay in because otherwise I'll be miserable. But I'm also was kind of getting not miserable inside, but I was feeling just very. I felt caged. What well, was a this? Bit. Uh, also, the longest stint we've had, like being in the van straight. I think so. Because had I, over... I hadn't even thought about that until you mentioned it the other day. Because I was like, we're about to not to be or sleep in the van only a few nights in the next few weeks. Yeah, the next few weeks are going to be look different for us. But... Yeah, and you're like, well, we've actually been in the van a long time <laughs> leading yeah. up to this point. And I, looking back, I'm like, yeah, it has been a while since we've stayed. It has. And while we do love this lifestyle, it can be taxing. It well, can get tiring. It, yeah, it can be tiring. Yes. And I feel like in the times where it has been taxing and tiring or like... Even but to take the lifestyle out of it, just like between you and I, like living in this space and doing this lifestyle and literally spending 24-7 together, mm-hmm. we have had outlets to where we can be separate and have space. But it did not feel like that the last couple of weeks. No. Those and outlets I think were taken away. It plays into like we've been in the van a long stint and then also, yeah, what you were mentioning with the cold. I mean, mm-hmm. just with even if it's sunny but it's windy, like we can't be outside. So that means like we're trying to figure out how to do yoga and work out mm-hmm. in our little space with two dogs. And if that happens, it means like, okay, I have to, like one of us has to be on the bed or all of us and the dogs have to be on the bed while yeah. you do this. And yes, it feels very much more confined and we yes. can't be on the roof to watch sunsets or yeah. like have our coffee. It's all just right here in this little space. And that is not a lot of space now. <laughs> so once again, with all those things aligning, like not having been in the van, not having stayed out of the van in a while, mm-hmm. it being cold and us feeling caged in here a little bit. And then also it being insanely cold to where like, hell no, I'm not going to stay in the van in negative three degree weather. We got a cozy Airbnb. This is the funny, this is the funny part though. <laughs> we get an Airbnb. And it's a tiny house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it felt so it felt big, so big. <laughs> and luxurious. <laughs> also, I mean, we knew that going in. It was pitched as a tiny house Airbnb. We knew that going in. We didn't show up and be like, what? Um, but we were just kind of laughing at that's a lot of space for us now. Yeah, we don't we don't need much comfort now. It doesn't <laughs> take a lot to make us feel like mm-hmm. we're living in luxury. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We got in this tiny house and we're like, oh my God, there's a loft. There's, yeah. There's, there's an oven. There's two there's, beds. There's a couch. There's running water. Oh, yes, couch. Yeah. A couch. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. It was a great few days. It was. And we both as well were, like we talked about before, taking intentional solo time. What that has looked like for us in the van has normally been someone like going outside and doing something by themselves, like camping or going for a long extended hike, mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and we, yeah, like I said, since it's been so cold and chilly, we haven't really been able to do that. And I think we were both feeling it. And we had kind of been on the go, you know, since Moab. Yeah. Yeah. Had to come back. Yeah. We were always like, I feel like we always had another place to travel after Mm -hmm. we got done with one place. So it's Mm -hmm. kind of hard to plan a intentional solo time where we're always just kind of having to be connected and like in sync, like synchronized. So that our movements and travels are are coordinated. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Which that's a, a another like tiring part of the lifestyle sometimes too. 
Yeah, but I think you were the one who I hadn't thought about it much even mm-hmm. then because I was kind of just going. I feel like I've just been going. You like I said yesterday, the, I have you something. You were in like... the zone, and I was in the zone, and then I was feeling like, oh my gosh, I need space. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and you were like, I want to do some intentional solo time in the Airbnb, <laughs> in the mm-hmm. tiny house. Yes. <laughs> so in just a little more space than we had. Yes. Still can't go outside. But we can especially in, can't go there outside. There are rooms. We can be in different rooms. rooms. Yes. So that was what we did. So we got there on Sunday and we hung out and it was awesome. We like watched football all day, which is something we used to always do and obviously haven't been able to do. So that was great. But then the next day I was like, we'll get up and have breakfast. I was like, and then I want just like, we're going to like, I want the rest of the day just by separate. myself. Yeah. And like, obviously it doesn't mean like not seeing each other because it's a small space. It's a small but space. It's just like not interacting mm-hmm. and just doing our own things and mm-hmm. whatever the hell you want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, we'll reconvene at five. (laughs) And make dinner. And make dinner, which we did. And then after dinner, you actually were a little more like, I think I want to continue the solo time (laughs) tonight. And I was like, okay. We'd already agreed, or I had said that I wanted to sleep separate. Yeah, yeah. That night. So we knew we were going to be sleeping separate. And that's why I was like, well. And you were like, like, yeah, you were like, well, after dinner, like, let's just split off and do it. Like, before we go to bed, do our own thing. I was like, okay. I feel like it would have been weird if we like hung out all night and was like, all right, go to bed up there <laughs> and I'll sleep here. How is it weird anyways that we're we got an Airbnb for to like chill and we slept apart two out of three nights in different beds. That's true. It I mean it was That's pretty unique. It is unique. And I remember when I first had that idea, the sleeping apart idea, I was like, No, like there was a voice I was like, No, that's not necessary. Like, why do that? But then part of me was like, No, like that actually kinda sounds nice. Mm-hmm. Just to, like, have a whole bed to myself and, like... Well, yeah, you took the comfy bed. Okay, I... I got the bunk bed. No, I'm I just kidding. I <laughs> asked you if it was okay. Sure. Your bed was right next to the fireplace furnace. How in the hell is that I not I would have comfy? to stay up all night to keep that thing going. <laughs> but you could at least get it going to, like, fall asleep to all That's cozy. true. No, I'm just kidding. It was it was good. No, I... it, was, it was good space, too. Yes, it was good space. So we were, like, on different floors, um... But yeah, thinking back on that now, it was so needed, and I'm so glad. It's kind of, I think it's new for me to ask for space. Mm -hmm. It's not something I do very often, because we do just enjoy being around each other so much. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I don't like, I tend to avoid confrontation and things like that, and for some reason... In my mind, Somehow that carries for... like a hint of confrontation with it. Yeah. Now, I felt the same way. It's just weird, yeah. like being like, "Is it cool if I just do this by myself?" Yeah. Like even like a hike that we would love to go on together. Mm-hmm. It's like asking you to do it, or it's not even asking. It's like, "Hey, I'm gonna do Telling. this by myself." Yeah, yeah. There is. Sorry. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why there is part of me that feels like I should apologize, or feels like I should have um, like a reason, like an actual reason. You know, yeah. like, I'm sick, so I'm gonna go sleep in this mm-hmm. bed because I don't want to get you sick you know yeah um but no there wasn't any of those things it was just i think it's because i have a fear that like you would think i'm like annoyed with you or i like don't love you anymore i don't love you anymore or like you know like (laughs) these super dramatic things which are so not i mean they're not well you're getting better at it because i I think the uh the solo times we had taken before this it had kind of been like a a product we've been like hey let's do some solo time this week and it's like what day will work best for it what do you want to do and it's like oh i could go hiking or i was like you could go or I could go camping one night, or you could go do this hike by yourself, and I could go something like that. Mm-hmm. This time, like what I was saying, I hadn't even thought about it. <laughs> and then you were like, "Hey, I want to do so. I think I want to do solo time tomorrow. Like, let's have breakfast, and then I want the day." Yeah. And I was just like, "Wow, yeah, that sounds great." Like I would. I'm so glad that you responded that way. And, and you I'm... always respond that way when yeah, I do. Yeah, I know. When if, if I'm like, "Hey, I think I want to go backpacking by myself tonight," yeah. <laughs> even like a more extreme, you're yeah. like, "Okay, that yeah. sounds great. I'll be in the van." I'm like, "Of course, it's fine." I know, and I don't know why. We sometimes, like, work this thing up in our heads of, like, you're going to, like, oh, they're going to be confused and think something's, like, so wrong. And, like, no. I'm glad that sometimes it takes just, like, shooting that idea down and being, like, no, that's not true. Like, that's false. That's not true. The mitote. The mitote. They all talking. And if it is true, <laughs> if for some reason that was your response, it's, like, are you okay? Like, uh-huh. what's going on? Do you, like, what's going on? Do you hate me? Like... Then we would just not we would talk about it. Well, <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know, I, mean, I think those thoughts definitely like appear like a shooting star kind of. Mm. I feel, um, but I think just 
our communication has been very good about it. Yeah. Like we know we've talked about on the podcast yeah. how we wanted to institute intentional solo time um, before we had even done it. So it's like we were both manifesting that. So we yeah. know that when you bring it, when one of us brings it to the table, it is completely welcomed and accepted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, I think that's a big lesson that like was put in finally, like put into practice. I think it was something I've learned and something I knew. And then I was like, I'm going to, it felt kind of, I felt kind of bold being like, I want this whole day mm-hmm. and I want to sleep separate. I yeah. want my own bed. Like that just felt bold because I had no reason other than <laughs> I want space. Well, and no, and now coming on the tail end, it, it felt so good. Yeah. Because even I felt bold when that night you're like, all right, I'm done. I'm like, actually, I think I want to, <laughs> I think I want to just stay solo. Yeah. Which all that meant for me was playing Skyrim all night. <laughs> <laughs> and all that meant for me was reading Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's like we just, yeah. let's just hang out, but not together. Yeah. was kind of it. Just for the sake of, yo, we're together all the time. We have enough space to not do that. Let's mm-hmm. do it. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, you don't Because once we're in the van, someone. we don't really have the space to do that. Not in the cold. Not in the cold. Like back in the yeah. uh, or back back in the day, back in the good old <laughs> like, days of what, van life. Two and a half weeks ago, three weeks ago, <laughs> ten years ago, maybe. Um, <laughs> you know, like I could go do yoga and meditate on the roof for an hour yeah. or two, and you could go work out and then go on the hike. So there was mm-hmm. lots of just natural kind of time apart where I didn't have to see you, or like I could yeah. edit and you would be outside for hours. Yeah. Yeah. In the cold, not. Nah, we're all here. We're all doing it together. We're all like moving around <laughs> in this space. Mm-hmm. I'm like carrying my computer up while you can do yoga on the ground. Could you tell, were there any like signs or any senses you were feeling of like, this is like you wanted, well, I guess you said you didn't even like realize you wanted space because you were no, just in the zone. I was kind of just in the zone, just like trying to yeah. make the next move happen. We yeah. just, um, but no, on the tail end, like mm-hmm. I was saying now, hindsight 2020, I feel very refreshed and from a personal standpoint, from a relational standpoint, mm-hmm. from like a van, like it feels great to be back in the van. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was like, our first night. And... Distance makes the heart grow fonder, you know, like that's that phrase is so it's very overused, but it's so true mm-hmm. and cliche, but it's so true. Like distance from the van makes us miss the van. Distance from each yeah. other makes us miss each other. Mm-hmm. Like I think I'm realizing now that like space in our relationship is like a really vital piece to it yeah like it makes our relationships so much better mm-hmm. than just like trudging through in this tiny space balance when we're when i feel like i'm like in a cage and can't breathe <laughs> you know yeah i feel like it all just comes down to being able to balance mm-hmm. even if it's not like being around each other 24 7 isn't a bad thing mm-hmm. and we like it it's still yeah. just like we know that there needs to be a balance yeah. it can't you can't overweigh can't put too much, too much of on. a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Is it a good thing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, but same with the van. There's always this thought when we go in the Airbnbs, like the it's probably like a day and a half in, just staying at Airbnbs, where it's like, man, this has been so comfortable and nice. Like, do I miss the van? Like, mm-hmm. is did we do the right thing? And now every time, like by the 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 end of our stay, I'm so ready to like kind of get back in the van and like get back into the travel lifestyle. I'm very appreciative of the time, the few days and mm-hmm. nights we had in the Airbnb. It's like exactly what I needed just to spread out. Like our shit was everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like when we stay at the Airbnb, we essentially have to move everything in the van into mm-hmm. the house. I mean, we bring all of our food in. Like we even, we got a new fridge. We, yeah, wow. Which is like, event. I know. We got a new fridge, which is like, it's a Dometic if you're familiar. So it's actually like, if you saw it, you'd think it was a cooler. But it looks like a cooler, but you plug it in. You plug it in. Like, you don't have to put ice in it. It keeps its own. Like, you can manually put in the temperature, and it'll stay at that temp. It's yeah, amazing. Yeah, it can get down to, like, freezer temps. Yeah. It's like amazing. It's awesome. And it's new. We just got it. We're super pumped about it. We're hoping that we'll solve our solar problem because it doesn't take up as much power as our actual, like, dorm room mini fridge did. Long yes. story short. But anyways, so, we had that. So, like, yeah, when we go to an Airbnb, we literally, like, we picked up. We just brought in our whole cooler <laughs> slash fridge. And just, like, set it in the kitchen. Like, we bring everything in. The things we didn't bring in were our water <laughs> containers. Mistake. That as was... they were, like, 50, 60-pound blocks of ice the we next have, morning. We have two seven-gallon tanks and one six-gallon tank. And, yes, we left those in the van because, I mean, uh, nor- under normal circumstances, we would not bring those in because there's no point. There's running water in the Airbnb. <clears throat> but since we were in negative-degree weather, it fro- it froze. 
and we didn't think ahead of time to bring them in. Yeah, we were kind of, I mean, we were taking so much stuff in, and they just got left, and they were frozen solid. Yeah. So. <laughs> and they were full. They were all full. Well, I'm so. glad, Caleb, you remembered that, and, like, the day before we were leaving, you went and you hauled them into the house, and we, like, put them in the bathtub so that they could dethaw. It would have taken weeks for them to, like, oh, yeah. dethaw. We, we would have, I don't know, we, we would have had, had water. water. We would have <laughs> had water issues. I don't know what we would have done. Maybe, like. <clears throat> I mean, I don't, when I say we would have had to buy just all these like gallons of water because it's so much plastic, I don't know what we would have done. It would have been intense. I don't know. Probably just bought another one of those <laughs> containers and True. have four now. We would have just gotten more, yeah. Just more new water. water containers. That's a good I point. think our shower is still frozen. <laughs> no. I no? think it's totally dethought. Oh, now. yeah, yeah. I put it outside. Yeah. The shower. It didn't refreeze last night because I forgot to put it in now that I'm thinking about it, it right now. Oh, I brought it in. Oh, last yeah. Night. I Teamwork, you. people. Teamwork um, makes the dream work. <laughs> know how we got on oh yeah <laughs> how we just spread out a lot yeah. i and okay you said that I like was, a day and a half in you kind of have that moment of like oh this is really nice oh it's like i really i'm really appreciating all these aspects of this comfort from this mm-hmm. lifestyle from the kick the couch to like heat to running water to a shower to a do you think toilet. you appreciated those things when a house was all you lived in not to this level no yes no 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 yes. it has been different and like now looking back i'm like man the airbnb felt so good and it was literally probably i mean one of the cheapest airbnbs you can get yeah <laughs> in and a tiny, tiny house yeah. yeah with no space um like you would if you wanted to use the stove you had to go outside in the negative three temp oh, yeah. and turn on the propane tank mm-hmm. i mean yeah it was essentially like a tiny house built around a camper mm-hmm. or something was what it was. i mean yeah. really cool space it was really cool very cool space but yeah very just a a slight step above what we are now and we were just like oh my god this yeah. is amazing yeah. yeah um and i still i feel that way about it i feel that way about all that stuff but i also don't need it on a daily basis yeah i think it it's, feels good to have and to like take it's almost just a little like weekend vacation just like i think i've come to the conclusion that it's because i really really appreciate baths and sh- like i've learned over the years that like taking a bath or taking a shower it's like a game changer for me. It's like a I cleanse away whatever shit I'm feeling or whatever's happening. Even if I don't feel, even if I feel normal. That's funny. Based on your shower schedule, I would not have said that about you, even back in the house. <laughs> I said baths and showers. Okay. Both. Okay. And I, I started showering, like washing my body more. You did. I did. You did. Because I realized that. I was like, every time I get out of, like, something happens to me spiritually every time I get in water, whether mm-hmm. it's a shower, a bath, an ocean, a lake. It just washes it. Like, I feel anew. It washes everything away. And so, yes, I have missed having that on a daily basis or at least having access to it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, the the outdoor shower has been great. It has. I think I took the hottest shower of my life in the outdoor shower. (laughs) It has been great. But it is a limited supply. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, And you kind of have to to ration it. Well, you can't can't take a bath in it either. No. And I... Like, I use every last drop of it to do all my... Like, I don't even have time to just stand there and let it fall on me because I have to use every last drop. It's only two and a half gallons of water. That's enough. I found it Well, to for be you, it's enough, but I have enough. to shampoo, condition, wash my body, and wash my face. It's a lot. You don't have to. <laughs> True. But I would say it feels really good to always have access to those things when I need them because I know I do and I know I will, such as shower bath mm-hmm. and just space um but kind of like you said i don't think it's something i need every single day to where i'm like oh i need to be living in a house like yeah. when we leave an airbnb i'm not like oh i don't want to like you know i'm not like holding on like <laughs> having to pull me away i just have this picture of like me trying to pull you away from like the toilet <laughs> yeah, the your toilet. arms are wrapped around and i'm like pulling on your leg <laughs> but it is just nice to always know that those are there and, like, we have access to them when we need them, when we want them. And it almost keeps me, I would say it keeps me more in tune with what I need. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, if you lived in a house or when we lived in a house all the time, since you have all those things, you don't really need to be in tune with what you need. It's just like, oh, it's there. Yeah. I'll go. But now it's like, if I need it, I have to ask for it or I have to, like, do something to make myself get in that spot. To get to get there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really nice. Um, all the... Animities. Animities. How do you say that word? Animities. Animities. Not animanimities. Animities. Animities. But now we're back to digging holes. Dug four, three, three or four holes this morning already. (laughs) Covering up some poop. (laughs) Yeah. The next few weeks are going to be a little different for us. Um, We will be kind of 
traveling a lot of traveling (laughs) we will be traveling more and um yeah it's gonna be different but i think it's really good that we had kind of that reset button before all that starts yep it was a good reset yeah wow a lot has happened the last two weeks i know (laughs) (laughs) crazy to think about Uh, I feel like I had something, but now I dropped it. You dropped it? <laughs> I dropped it. Can you pick it up? No. Okay. It's gone. If anyone wants to talk Game of Thrones with me, hit me up. I'm reading the books, and I'm just totally in that world right now. So side note, if you want to be in that world with me too, let me know. Oh, I mean, tentatively trying to start another podcast series to where we cover... Something. Who knows? Literature, entertainment. What would you... What... You know what? Video games. Okay, Caleb really wants to start a video game podcast. <laughs> I can talk about CTR and Harry Potter. Yeah. And um, watching Caleb play Skyrim for 10 minutes every night. I can do that. <laughs> I don't, not saying I play it for 10 minutes. No. no I play it for like four to five hours. I stay awake for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's more the correct I mean, I will say though I miss Zelda for the ASMR. Last night I was trying to fall asleep and I hear you being attacked by a bear and that was not very good sounds to sleep to sorry it happens it's like when i'm playing <laughs> Red Dead, it's, like, <laughs> it's like you'll hear 60 to 70 percent like nice beautiful nature sounds and great asmr and then the other 30 percent will be extreme violent gun there's no middle ends. ground there's no middle ground no. yeah but it's see i feel like zelda way. had a good they had it figured out even when you were fighting it wasn't any it wasn't like bad to yeah it's to. cartoony yes um yeah, I guess that's that feels like a good wrapping point for <laughs> this episode. Yeah. Uh, the tenth episode. Cheers tenth episode. to that. We'll do shots later. It's too early to do a shot now, but maybe we'll do a tequila shot later to celebrate. And you should do one as well. Yes. Whenever you listen to this, if you're if you're hearing this statement right now, go do a tequila shot. Preferably for the tenth tequila, episode. just because that's our thing. But if you prefer something else, you just can't stand it. Even though I would love to change your stance on tequila. Once again, hit me up. Maybe I'll do an episode on tequila. I'll teach you some things. But thanks so much for listening. We love y'all a lot. And...